his ilk, these billionaires that exist out there, evidently are the ones who are going to save the world. But that is not possible. There's not enough money that they have. Even if you were to increase, there's a story from Fee, as a matter of fact, that points out that statistics and the numbers on this, uh, the rich, uh, on, what, on top of what the rich already pay, the uh, 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 representative Ocasio-Cortez suggested that her proposed Green New Deal could be financed by a new 70% marginal tax, tax rate on the, get this, this is a quote, on the tippy tops earners, <laughs> the tippy tops. This sounds like she's actually running for high school class president when she uses word. I mean, it might even be kindergarten class president, the tippy tops. The tippy tops. Senator Warren has proposed a tax of 2% on wealth above 50 million and a 3% on net wealth above 1 billion. On top of what the rich already pay, individual tax income uh, taxes, individual income taxes remain the federal government's single biggest source of revenue. In fiscal year 2018, they are expected to bring in roughly 1.7 trillion, about half of all revenues. The bottom earning 50% of taxpayers who received 11.6% of U.S. income paid 3% of this. The top earning 1% who earned 19.7% of all total income paid 37.3%. This was more This was more than the bottom 90% combined to the 30.5%. But here's the deal. If you were to put these in effect... If you were to apply a 70% tax rate on ordinary income over $10 million, that would raise about $291 billion between 2019 and 2028, which is 0.7% of the $42.5 in new spending. So, so just, just think about that. When Tom Steyer and Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden and these liberal socialists stand before you, the American people, and say that simply by increasing the income tax on the tippy-top earners, they're going to be able to cover their new deal. Just look at it. A 70% tax rate on ordinary income over $10 million would raise 0.7% of the $42.5 trillion in new spending. Where is that money going to come from? That money is going to come from you. That money is going to come from me. That money is going to come from your typical average everyday citizens who are working their butts off, not the earners that made their their one point six billion dollars through through gas and then had a change of heart and now want to give it away and look like some type of uh, some type of uh, anthropo. Uh, uh, what, what's the word? Really nice guy. <laughs> Philanthropist. That's what I'm looking for. They want to look like some kind of philanthropist here and and virtue signal because now they've had a change of heart. Now, not only does Tom Steyer want himself to pay, and he's given away a, a, a substantial amount. I think he's given away at least $386 million since 2009, and he still has a net worth of $1.6 billion. He's given away a substantial amount of money, yes. But now he wants everybody else, not only the rich people, but the little people, the working class, the little people, every American citizen to pay and themselves have their own giving pledge where we don't keep what we earn because that's wrong. That's horrible. That's the sin against the socialist countries, property rights. 
individual possession, property rights, possession of your own money, earning money. That is the sin against the state. The fact that you as the individual want to keep what you earn, you want to hold on to what you have. You want to possess things. You want to purchase. You want to trade. You want to be involved in the free market. You want to exercise commerce with your neighbor. See, that all of those things, that is the sin, the great, terrible apostasy of the socialist state is individualism. So not only will the rich pay, but you will pay, but it will be thinly veiled in the way that you pay. And that's that's the debate. And, and another thing that 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 I, I really get annoyed at is this whole idea of the rich or business owners should pay their fair share. Now, if somebody can explain to me what you mean by fair share, so the government, beyond its constitutional responsibilities, beyond its constitutionally legally allowed powers establishes and creates different departments within this monolith, this this massive, continually growing monster. It creates departments and then requires you to pay into those departments. So now you have to pay into the housing and urban development department. Now you have to pay into the education department. Now you have to pay to fund the CIA and the FBI to spy on you, to keep you safe. Now you have to fund them and these other organizations with which you have zero agreement. Your money goes towards Planned Parenthood to kill babies. So you have to pay your fair share of a spying, baby-killing, rights-destroying, monolith monster, the United States government. Now, how exactly is it even remotely moral to require me to pay my fair share of something I never agreed to in the first place? Not only that, because that's every American saddled with this massive amount of debt and these continually growing coffers or continually growing promises with empty coffers for folks to get free college tuition. Another thing that I get frustrated about is I I, I have attempted, I've, I've not really done much, but I've attempted to start businesses before. You have business owners who work 17, 18, 19, 20 hours a day designing websites, you know, the Crusade Channel, designing websites, putting on programming, working, studying, and then putting on programs that are informational, studying on their own, and then working to get their business up off the ground. Their own bureaucracies they have to fight through, their own red tape they have to go through. You have entrepreneurs who sacrifice time with their wives and with their children. You have folks that build businesses by traveling around the United States 365 days of the year going to conferences and going to trade shows and pushing their product, trying to get on television and internet and advertisements, spending every last dollar that they have to build a business. And for some reason, that's not enough. Their fair share has been in generating the income based on a product or idea that they have had. And now someone wants to take that from them because they that entrepreneur hasn't paid their fair share. They've paid paid their fair share in blood, sweat, and tears, and dedication and sacrifice to their own company and to their own belief 
that what they have to offer is good for people. And then there's the assumption that because you make more money, you have to pay more in taxes. Like your like your burden is greater. And that is just a socialistic understanding and a and and, and again an attempt to reduce and penalize excellence and productivity. I've worked with people before, been in sales for the majority of my professional life. I've worked with people before, and we, we've looked at the tax bracket, and it's, we, we've, we've said, you know, if, if I sell or if I get one more customer or if I move this much more product or if I do X amount more in revenue, it pushes me to a different tax bracket, which will drop me to less than what I'm making right now. Why am I going to spend my time doing that? 